0: That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. What's up, everybody? Uh, today today should be enjoyable, mainly because I've been listening to Christmas music all morning, and it is August 18th uh, when I'm recording this. I go through this like a couple times in the summer. I don't like to listen to Christmas music when we're really leading up to Christmas, because uh, I think there's such a limited time where where christmas music is like acceptable uh for me that's anywhere at any time after halloween so november 1st uh through the new year uh, is a full go for for christmas music i know that there's a lot of people that say wait till after thanksgiving but christmas music is so good that why you know i want to extend it out i want to give it a full two months and then every once in a while over the summer. Uh, you know, we'll have like a day where it's a little chillier. It kind of feels like fall. It kind of feels like we're getting there. That's what it's feeling like today. It's 65 degrees, uh, so it's kind of getting that little that little hint that fall might be coming. I, someone told me uh, that pumpkin spice lattes come out next week, so uh, it, here we go. I'm listening to some uh, some Oscar Peterson Christmas music this morning. Uh, just just light uh, just a light vibe for this morning. So I'm enjoying it. So what I wanted to do today, on top of that. Uh, was tell you a a bit of a I guess not a story but I want to discuss something that comes up a lot in the PRI circles and it's been coming up a lot uh, in my discussions with the 4a health club and that's the nature of the PEC if you don't know what the the PEC is basically what it is is it's called like you could call lower cross syndrome Vladimir Yanda actually I'm not even sure his first name is Vladimir (laughs) I actually want to look that up I'll look that up later but uh Dr. Yanda, uh, he created this upper cross syndrome and this lower cross syndrome, which lower cross is basically your hips are anteriorly tilted. Upper cross is, I'm putting this very simply and very generally, upper cross syndrome is your shoulders roll forward. And uh, the way that PRI states that the human body works, and again, I'm, I'm talking extremely generally here, the left AIC pattern is the first dysfunctional pattern that surfaces inside the brain that's the left pelvis rolls forward uh while the right pelvis does not the pec which stands for posterior exterior chain uh, is when both pelvises rotate forward they both anteriorly tip now what and and i actually really shouldn't even say that because that's that's what that's what i'm really trying to argue with here today so in my experience what what The the, what happens in the body as far as an inefficiency standpoint, and the way I'm going to go, the way I'm going to explain the left ST pattern to you is going going to be a little bit different. In my my view, the the body movement in the body goes back and forth between right stance and left stance. Okay. And there's uh, what classifies right and left stance is a wide-ranging, a uh, lot of things that we'd have to hit, a lot of, lot of things to talk about. But let's just say we have an efficient right stance and we have an efficient left stance when we're born, okay? And then over time, slowly things become less efficient. Uh, and based on the anatomical asymmetries of the body, the first thing that usually goes is left stance, okay? So the left stance becomes a little less efficient over time, but our right stance remains fairly firm, okay? And that's where you get the the left pelvis that anteriorly tips. You get the left rib cage that externally rotates and flares up. Uh, you get the all the other fun stuff that comes along with that. And I don't really want to get into that that much because that's not what this episode is about. What this episode is about is is the next step. What people assume happens in the PEC pattern is that the right pelvis anteriorly tips forward. It's easier to digest the material that way. It's easier to to deduce what's actually going on, but you don't actually go from like a left AIC to a bilateral AIC to a PEC. You don't, those pelvis don't actually go there. What you get, what I like to call, I like to call it a nebulous of nothingness. You get into this world where you don't really have efficiencies of anything. When you're a PEC, you just have pathologies all over the place. And it's really it can be coming from all sorts of different areas you don't really know what you're getting at that's why you have to have a full comprehensive test uh, it's not so easy it's 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 nice for testing it's nice for explanations when you talk about you know it being very cut and dry like that where it's left pelvis is forward okay now the right is forward too like i get that and i understand that but that's just not the way that the body works. It, it it just kind of floats in the middle of, of having, uh, you know, the right pelvis might anteriorly tip as well. The, you know, a lot of things might happen. But a PEC is, this is what a PEC is. You don't have left stance. And you don't have right stance. That's it. It doesn't really have anything to do with the pelvis. Uh, left AIC to me is just is just an inefficiency of left stance. Uh, PEC is an inefficiency of both stance phases of gait. So what you need to do at that point is you need to find uh, you need to have a comprehensive test testing procedure that you can really go through all of the bullets and find what's what is causing. That to happen right is it going to be the right hamstring is it going to be the right abs is it the left lateral pterygoid is it the arches on your foot is it the heels on your foot is it the way do you have bunions like what is it that's actually causing that and once you can find that out that's when you start slowly backpedaling uh into into you know into recovery and into restoration now what's usually going to happen and based on the based on the way that the body is organized, the left stance usually goes first, then the right stance. So what you want to do is you want to reverse that. So when you are fixing that pattern, you want to, you want to focus almost exclusively on the right stance first. You want to make that really, really strong. You want to get them back to that left AIC pattern, and then work on the actual left aic then work on left stance and then work on the reciprocal nature of both uh so this is this is really you know I've, I've had the privilege of doing of working as a lab assistant at many pri courses uh in the in the past and it's an awesome experience but when i go around to the to the lab rooms and help people out and see you know the different Problems that arise uh, with new PRI trainers. Uh, this is one that really pops up all the time. They think that everybody is a is a PEC, and then it's explained in a really black and white manner. Now, when you're first starting, like I'm not really going to uh, correct you. I mean, if the question comes up, I'll start you know traveling down that path. Obviously, PRI is a very complicated science, uh, and you know there is certainly a a, a better way to learn than than, you know, than certain, than some ways. And, and, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sold on, uh, drinking out of a fire hose is the best possible way to learn. So I, I try to, you know, have some feel on wh- when and where I'm implementing some of this knowledge. But, you know, I, I, the, the misconception of what a PEC is, is, is rampant. A PEC, let's, let's just call it here. And I, I don't even want to go any further because I want this to stay very concise and simple. A PEC is not having left stance or right stance. It is both stance phases of gate gone. Okay. And now we don't know what that entails. That's where the testing comes in. Once, once we go into the testing, we should see where the inefficiencies lie. If your testing is truly comprehensive, if you're just doing an adduction drop test, you are not, you you are not even close to comprehensive we need to cover all of the bases we need to have an intake form, we need to have a questionnaire, we need to have the vestibular system uh, managed, we need to understand the structure of the feet, we need to understand the structure of the pelvis, the ribs, uh, what's going on with the rib cage is it expanding, is it not expanding, where are we at, and once we have that, then we can start reversing, go to right, manage the right stance first, then manage the left stance, then work on reciprocating from them both. But please, please, please understand that the nature of this episode, if you don't take anything else from this episode, understand that a PEC is not left stance, it's not right stance, it's a nebulous of nothingness and you have to find out where the efficiencies are and then work backwards. And that's where I'm going to stop before I just start complicating it myself. Ladies and gentlemen, have an awesome day.